0: Welcome to the Shopway Show. Yes, I am here with you, 7 p.m. on the East Coast. I'm actually on time this time. I know yesterday I wasn't. I hope some of you enjoyed the um, presentation that I put up yesterday. It was a leadership uh, course, communications course, that I did a couple years back out in the uh, Midwest. I hope you enjoyed it. It was uh, what I thought was valuable for a lot of people. And some of you to see me in action when I do some of my other presentations, I'm not just the politics guy. I hope you guys did enjoy. Today, I know Monday we did our AMA, yesterday that. Today, I do want to talk about, I guess maybe we're going to start having Wednesdays with William, Bill de Blasio, but he's leaving us soon, or maybe Wednesdays with Kathy, the governor of New York State. I don't know, but I want to cover what they talked about this week. Both of them, the mayor of New York City and the governor of New York State, had press conference and talked about things that were important to I think what they believe or maybe they don't believe is to people in New York and New York City and the funny part is they didn't seem to hit anything that most New Yorkers actually care about and this is the piece that keeps going yet they stay popular and I'm going to show you some tactics what they actually use and why they're still popular and some of you will be blown away by how they act Um, but this is my state you might go Larry I don't live in New York State. Yeah, but it's coming to you, so you probably should watch. And if you live in New York State, try not to throw up. I guess is what I would tell you. Try not to. And of course, as always, guys, like, comment, share. If you're not clicking that like button, I don't know what's your finger broken. Click the like button. Click the hate button. Click the button. You know I get shadow banned constantly. You see it all the time. So please like and comment so I can get past it and share it to the best ability. In fact, if you're part of some groups that might like this, share it into those groups, help me out, share it into groups so that I can keep this going. It's important that this happens. It is difficult, I know. So please do that. Um, I want this to grow to the best of our ability. I think you do too, or you wouldn't be watching. So do that if you don't mind. Let me go right into, I'm going to start with my new governor. I wasn't sure if she would be the monarch that we had in the past. Eh, She's going to kind of show us herself, which is kind of positive, I guess. We'll figure this out right now
1: because even before the pandemic, I've had the opportunity to serve this community in so many levels of government, which brought me she has. contact with all of you.
0: She's been in government a lot, and that's not a good thing.
1: But what we saw during this pandemic was yeah, extraordinary. I agree. The way that this community, Western New York overall, came together, as well as people all across the state, came together in a profound way that said, we can do this. We're in-
0: That didn't happen at all. That's a blatant lie. And if you live in Western New York, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Most of our protests against this stuff is coming out of Central and Western New York, Southern Tier 2, right? But they're coming out of those areas. We did not get together on this. This has been a very divisive time for us in Western New York. It's not true. She's a Western New Yorker. I get it. But there's the problem. She's a governor of our entire state. While I often bring up New York City issues because I live in New York City, so obviously, I still understand you want to care, care about the entire state. She hasn't figured that out yet. We're this
1: together and we can fight back this pandemic. And I know this because I was Why? literally in the trenches with many of you in this room.
0: I love how she says that. I was in the trenches. She said that many times. I was in the trenches. Is she somehow some medical professional I don't know about? She says it often. She, she's like four or five times. I was in the trenches with you. Were you? I mean... Were you? Maybe I maybe I missed it. She didn't show the. She's a politician. If there were pictures of her in the emergency room carrying people in or pushing someone in a wheelchair, I think we would have seen that already. She wasn't in the trenches. She was just talking trash, which is awesome. You're supposed to. You were lieutenant governor. All you do is talk trash. I don't mind that, but then don't say you were in the trenches when you were actually just talking trash. Just day say I was talking trash out here. Daily meetings uh, since March all the way Daily meetings. There ago. we go. Okay. Be a beautiful summer day and
1: every- <laughs>
0: I was in daily meetings. That's in the trenches. That's not trenches.
1: uh, In July, talking about what we're going to do. So I just want to thank everyone who is part of the control room, who is part of the vaccination hub, our health equity task force, the leaders of our hospitals who did an incredible job. I want to recognize. So I'm going to shout out a few names, but I'm going to tell you. She
0: shouts out names now of politicians and government workers. Not that I'm against politicians and government workers. I'm not. I'm not against them. I'm against the fact that both her predecessor and her, those are the only important people. And that constantly bothers me. It is just government leaders or representatives, whatever you want to call them, and, you know, big business leaders. That's it. it bo- not big business, I'm sorry. And hospital leaders. That's all. It's government workers only.
1: But I need to hear because everybody played a major role. And I'm going to zip past some Dr. of these names. Your leadership of
0: It's a bunch of leadership.
1: We have healthcare deserts. They exist. They are real. And I want to thank her for putting a spotlight on the needs of.
0: There are some healthcare deserts. That's true. Some do exist in New York State. What a healthcare desert means is that there is not a major hospital or medical facility within about an hour from where you live. There are some of them in New York. There are no drugstore. Deserts that does not exist in, in my state doesn't exist. It's a it's a fantasy. So they go well. People can't get the vaccine because then they don't live with an hour, you know, you know, away from a um, a CVS or something. That's that's a lie Cuomo talked about, and that's a lie now. So no, that doesn't exist. But there are some healthcare deserts. But I would ask you, if there's a healthcare desert, why would that happen? Who's in control of where the hospitals and hospital beds go? She is. I'm not making this up. We have a certificate of need in New York State. The governor decides when and how you can actually put a hospital or healthcare facility someplace. The government decides. Market doesn't decide. In my state, the governor decides. That's it. You can't put a hospital where you want. So if there is a healthcare desert, it's your fault, literally. You decide. So you were literally in the trenches. You weren't, but you are literally responsible for where every hospital bed goes and that's like well these things you're in charge
1: people of all over the state but particularly in her district and continue to be a great fighter majority leader crystal people stoke you're
0: a terrible fighter you've had 10 years to fix this you're not a good fighter you're terrible
1: i know that senator tim kennedy just sent me a message he'll join us if he can he's at a funeral that he needed to attend this morning as well as all other part government of workers state, and state government county executive polling cars oh.
0: I'm going to move past this because it's all just his politicians the
1: of the shutdowns on businesses. I mean, this was really important as we figured out what to do about our small businesses in particular. So
0: and she just now says finally comes something important. She says, you know, the shutdowns, how they affected small businesses. She this was a mistake. What she meant to say was how covid did it. They never blame the shutdowns. They blame covid like covid magically shuts things down. But in reality, it was the actual shutdowns, right? It, it, was, it was her shutting it down was the problem. It wasn't it was it wasn't COVID, it was the shutdowns. So she actually said that. And now she talks about how it would hurt small business, businesses. That's true. So my question is, now that she said that, for the rest of her speech, do you think she'll mention how to fix it?
1: Your input uh, was so critical during this process. Our Cattaraugus County Health Director, we met many times, Kevin Watkins. Thank you for what you did. To help us get through this and not forget the needs of our most rural areas and rural a areas. poverty, a lot of anxiety in these areas. And I want to thank yes, you. I know Jack Searles could not attend, but he was part
0: of this poverty and, and anxiety. In Allegheny
1: County Chair Curtis Crandall, Uh, thank you for being such a fabulous.
0: All she's doing is pandering to all of the local leaders. Literally, Allegheny County, Cattaraugus—it's all Western New York, right? Cattaraugus County, Chautauqua County. You don't—if you don't live in New York, you don't know this. This these are Western New York counties. That's all she's doing—is pandering to them and saying oh it's so bad but what was her answer and that's the part right that's the part how what was her answer
1: our leadership from the hospitals uh, they had to go through
0: she literally, literally just was all spent very
1: data driven we had to make sure that we had
0: she spent the entire time just talking this whole few minutes just pandering to people
1: the doctors telling us what to do not the political side. We focused on the numbers and how to get it done. So thank
0: The doctor's telling us what to do, not the political side. So doctor said, shut everything down.
1: Thank you for all you did as well. And Robert Nestle Bush, uh, who joined class. Look at this. At minutes the- upon minutes of pandering. Pandemic, which is everywhere to help us navigate this. And one of the takeaways I had from being in the trenches with you is that.
0: She was in the trenches again. See, I told you, she says that all the time. But I was in the trenches with you. I had Zoom calls. She actually says, I was literally in the trenches, then expresses how those trenches are Zoom calls. I'm not making this up. She did, she did I that. I
1: understand. There is a role for state government. Yes. There's a role for local governments.
0: Yes. And they're not as big as you make it.
1: And I'm prepared to transition quickly as we are now fighting this new wave, this Delta variant, which is brutal. And people who are not vexed will absolutely succumb to this because it is
0: raging. So she said, I'm going to transition. Where do you think? From state to local or local to state? Where do you think she wants to transition? Hmm. I think we know.
1: It's far more virulent than COVID was. More contagious. It spreads easier. It's it's in people's throats and mouths and people are spreading. They don't even know it. Yep, I'm going to have to assemble the dream teams again and get you all activated.
0: The dream teams again and get us more activated to bring more control to the centralized government because that worked so well. Last time, I'll bring back all the Cuomo guys. Yeah, I'm so glad Cuomo's gone, aren't you?
1: But there'll be a different philosophy in how we do this. I know that all of your local health departments have been preparing for this. This is what you do. All right. County Executive Wendell said... Let us do what we do. This is the Super Bowl for our health care workers. They know how to manage this.
0: Ha. Huh. So local health workers know how to manage it. So what will you do? Take control from them.
1: I will not be micromanaging, but I'll yes, be giving you will. guidance based on your input. I'll be guidance. giving you the cover you need.
0: Now she said guidance. I'm not going to micromanage. Guidance. I'll
1: be there to be the ally, but See I will that? not be imposing state people and locations on all of you without consultation. You t-
0: she won't be imposing without consultation. Hear that? Tell us okay. Where
1: there's gaps. Tell us where something needs to be enhanced by the state and we'll be there without stepping on the local public health agencies. Sure. How does that sound? game for that?
0: Sounds amazing. Now show me what that means. That's sounds, let clap. Yeah. Yeah. What does that mean? I'm happy. Well done.
1: Let's just give. let me give a quick assessment of where we are by the numbers. Oh,
0: I don't care about the numbers Our that vaccination much.
1: vaccination rate, if you look across the nation, it's good. But we were the hardest hit. We suffered the most. We lost the most economically.
0: When you talk about
1: New York City being the epicenter, but it spread to all of our communities.
0: Yeah, we lost the most economically. Where's your economic plan? We lost the most economically. Where's your economic plan?
1: But also it took a huge human toll. Yes. I know there's not a single person who wants to have a rerun of that horror movie we experienced last year.
0: Yeah, you're right.
1: My administration is 1000% committed to making sure that we stay vigilant. We pull together all the resources and we fight because we can do better on the vaccination rates. No doubt. Okay. All right. I know there's hesitation. Many people wanted to see that there was final FDA. Some did. That's now an excuse that is gone. It has been approved. We need to get the vaccine approved for younger children under the age of 12. Let's We're get a vaccinate the entire world. To 17 year olds okay. Vaccinated and they are-
0: so we want to vaccinate the entire world. Got you. How are you going to help out the rest of the state? I got it. You want to vaccinate the entire world? I'm with you. What are you going to do? Fine, great. You're not fooling me. I get that.
1: Dangerous. So our New York State vaccination rate, one dose is 76 percent, ages 18 over. That's not good enough. 76. So what are you going to do? It only really works when you have two doses, my friends. So if it
0: only remember it only works if you have two doses. That's what she just said. Then it works. Otherwise, it's that's what she just said.
1: Someone comes in the door and thinks, okay, at least I'm I'm probably okay. They're not okay with this new variant. We okay. Get, in, in Western New York, that's 72. We need to get more people vaccinated. Our infection rate. You're all watching the numbers. We watch them like a hawk. We did all yeah. last year. We're doing it again.
0: We're back to the COVID stuff as being the only thing we talk about. She's been talking for 15 minutes, and it's basically been pander and COVID. It's just CNN. I'm watching CNN right now.
1: Don't like those numbers, my friends. Don't like those numbers. So
0: we can do about it. We don't like numbers. How are we going to handle it?
1: I also monitor hospital capacity. Okay. Friends in the hospital world, you know we're okay there right now.
0: I monitor hospital capacity. Didn't she just mention? She just mentioned. Tell me if I'm wrong here. She just mentioned healthcare deserts. If you've been monitoring, why haven't you fixed the healthcare desert issue or brought it up? Why didn't your predecessor bring it up? When you were traveling the state or in the trenches, wherever trenches those are, why why didn't you fix this?
1: And you'll let me know for not, and you'll see the early warning signs.
0: Okay, Let's keep going.
1: Conversations with you are bed capacity as of today, yesterday. 50,000. It's still 35% New York State. In Western New York, it's 31%. So we have the capacity. Yep, but we do. shifts. We know how. Okay, if
0: you, next part. If you have the capacity, if that's true, you have the capacity, that means we're not in trouble yet. So why are we mandating? Only 35%. That means people who have other issues, right? If you have a heart attack, an accident, it's not like in the South right now, where if that happens, you're in trouble, right? You have a, in certain parts of the South, if you have a car accident, you you can't go to the emergency room because it's packed up with COVID people. You no, know, doesn't have that right now, right? you are only thirty five percent. We're good.
1: How to have surge? We know how to get the resources, and we've done it before. We've done it before. I so know you stand ready uh, to trigger what you have to do to make sure that no person who needs she's trying to be a cheerleader in the state will be denied that health care because we weren't prepared. That's whether they have a COVID related illness. So
0: all this or time,
1: non COVID related illness. She
0: said nothing so far.
1: So the bed capacity is very very important, and right now we are in good shape.
0: Yes, but, but tell me what you're going
1: Filled up with the unvaccinated. Yes, there's some breakthrough cases. Yep. But the people who have been vaccinated who do contract the Delta variant, it's basically like having the flu. There are exceptions. There are exceptions.
0: I'm glad she's saying it. This is true. If you if you're vaxxed up, the odds of you having a bad reaction from getting COVID are slim. It does happen. She's right once in a while. But the odds are you're going to be good, right? We know this. She's saying it to actually mask off. I'm going to say it. Yes, look, if you get the two shots, as a general rule, you'll be fine. Obvious exceptions. But, you know, there's an exception for the flu.
1: But basically, the symptoms are so much more minor than they would have been if you'd not been vaccinated so you're saying nothing new what a colossal waste
0: of this back and forth un-vexed. this is worse than cuomo come on show your iron fist I know you have one in you somewhere come on I know you Just do
1: around the corner from school labor day for joint. ah Christmas. school uh, triggers the end of summer the here's the iron fist back, and it's been a brutal year for our children year and a half yes and it is denied that's that normal support
0: system yes listen many- so this what she says it's been brutal for our children they've been denied that support system yes i have two children i have seen that firsthand i'm with you
1: kids are leaving home so they're not getting an education yep parents have tried their best they struggled but they also have had to go to their own jobs or work from home or be an essential worker and leave their kids to someone else yep. education we can no longer hemorrhage the education of our children. It has to stop and it has to stop this fall. I would agree Every parent and I'm a parent. your greatest anxiety pertains to the safety of your child. Yeah. And that's why we're making our schools safe. I announced I oh, wanted to give enough making notice to school, the school safe that what are we don't doing? have a mask mandate. Of
0: course, course we will really
1: seem uncontroversial to many of you.
0: No, it's, it's not. It's OK. I know, of course. Because we have to make sure that our kids are safe and, and it's been brutal and a support structure. So the answer is mask them up on those under 12 and send them up to school. Okay, that's mask mandates. That'll, that, that'll make it easier. Now, she's going to say right now, you see, she's saying, for some of you, it's, that's not controversial. Bud?
1: I assure you that it's not. I assure you that I've heard that it's not. Yes. It doesn't matter. I'm willing to make <sighs> tough decisions any day,
0: anywhere. Just make sure she what she just said. It doesn't matter. You will follow my will anyway. Yeah, she's got some Cuomo in her. That's for sure. It doesn't matter if you don't want to send your kid to school masked. It doesn't matter if it will hurt your kid. Then I guess you're just screwed. And all the thing I just told you about how brutal it was for kids, I guess your kids get to be brutalized again because they're not going to school unless they mask up.
1: I think they'll protect the people of the state. So this is not a problem for me. I know it isn't. Bold, dramatic action to protect... Individuals in the state but particular children. We start
0: now. I got to ask that question. It's very important that we understand this. We, it's, she's made this her her key thing. Got to protect the children. I thought, and if you, if I'm wrong, please someone correct me. That's still even with the Delta virus, the kids aren't being destroyed, so it's 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 hardly hurting them still, even with Delta. Some are getting affected more than others, but not as bad. And not just that, schools at no point. At no point were super spreaders, ever. In fact, children don't even pass it on very often compared to adults. If I'm wrong with this, I'm happy to be made wrong. This is what I remember. And so the answer is, mandate kids to be masked. Even though there's been so many people saying that kids, when they're younger, need to see facial expressions to figure out how to act, how to interact, how to figure out everything. They need this. That masking them when they're this young is literally hurting the kids' development. I've heard it said a bazillion times.
1: Schools, but also we'll have them masks. And I reflect on people who say, well, it's an infringement on the child and they can't do it. I remember my four-year-old yeah. Katie throwing a meltdown over having to put little sneakers on to go to preschool. Okay. Yep. Yeah. She eventually was able to handle something on her feet.
0: Yeah it's sneakers. I'm not talking about a kid who has an issue with some physical touch, right? There are kids who have that type of sensory issue to where you put it in their face. They really kind of get up, super upset. That absolutely happens. And if you got that issue, that's a different issue. You might want that kid to stay home. You might not. You might need him to go. You might need a, an IEP with them. And that's a specific issue for a specific kid. Some kids have sensory issues. That is a thing that they might have a problem with it. But this isn't that. Whether your kid has shoes on their feet or not, or sneakers on her feet or not, doesn't stop them from understanding facial expressions and interacting socially. Right? That's not what that does. It's not an appropriate connection at all. It's a BS analogy, and you should be ashamed of yourself for saying it. Anyone who buys it should be like, wow, this is bad.
1: Kids are resilient. They can handle a mask on their face. I've seen countless kids with cute little masks on, their favorite characters.
0: You know, just can put them in handcuffs then. I'm not joking. Just make them SpongeBob handcuffs. And it's cute little SpongeBob handcuffs. Do that. Tie them to a flagpole. We'll just make the masking tape or the duct tape. We'll just make it like, I don't know, Mickey Mouse or something, whatever's the cool guy of the day. This is terrible. Are kids resilient? Yes. So punish them. What? Are you insane?
1: They can do it. But one thing I'll tell you. I'm not leaving open-ended mandates.
0: We'll oh. do it now
1: and we'll assess
0: because they- see just 2 weeks t- 2 weeks to flatten the curve. What could go wrong? I trust you. Yeah. This we'll we'll reassess in 5 years, whatever.
1: They'll be parts of our state. Where the numbers drop, you get the vaccination nubs, and we get the vaccine out to children. The circumstances are going to change in some areas.
0: Why don't you say you want the valves? That's what Cuomo said. You are just like him. Oh my God, the king is dead. Long live the queen.
1: So I'll be very flexible Yeah, she, sure you localities will. to talk to me about what's happening on the ground in their community. See that? So this is You'll listen. A uni- it's a She's going to listen.
0: Tim, because why are you worried? She's going to listen.
1: At the t- See? Time. That's what I want to introduce into this dynamic we, as we deal with COVID issues. But also, I want to make sure. Tell me. That our school staff. Anybody yeah. who enters that building. Yeah. Will have to be vaccinated.
0: Yeah. Or what?
1: Or undergo mandatory testing.
0: You know, I got to tell you, this is the one that bothers me the least of all of the stuff she's done. Or we'll do what he's done. Government workers, you've got some control over them. I don't like it, but this one bothers me the least, right? Because at least they're your workers. You have some control over them. I feel horrible that New York State controls all teachers, but still, I'd rather local localities control teachers. It'd be, it'd be better. I mean, it'd be some, there'd be some dictators there too, but there'd only be a couple of local dictators versus one massive one, right? And some would be dictatorial all. It would depend upon the lo- locality. This one bothers me the least of all of them.
1: Mandatory testing.
0: but she's and all about. Look at the fist.
1: Getting the legal clearance for that as I speak.
0: She's as getting I the speak. legal clearance for that. Remember that. The legal clearance for that. Oh, hmm. Keep it's going.
1: A compromise, but it's also, I want everyone vaccinated.
0: That, she's, I love this. It's a compromise. I will let you only get tested. See she is a generous goddess. I love it. She's a generous goddess. She is. A, or should I, is it God now? Do you do you not gender God or goddess? I don't know if I'm, I don't, and I mean that serious. I'm not trying to be a jerk. Do you just call a male or female God, just a God? Or do you, I don't know if you gender them now. I don't want to insult anyone. I'll, I'll say God. I'll make it neutral. I, I, I don't know if it is neutral, but someone can let me know if you, if I should call her a generous goddess or a generous God. I'm unsure. I don't, I don't want to be a, a, a nudge.
1: I, want, I don't have the authority. I don't have the same executive power that was in place last year. Yeah, but if, you, you don't. If I did, sure as I'm standing here, I would mandate it.
0: Just literally, wow, mask off. She just said it. I don't have the power that the last king had. But if I did, sure as I'm standing here, I would rule you like the monarch you deserve. She actually just said it. She just said it. She said, sure as so I'm standing here, I would, if I could just be a tyrant, oh, if he didn't screw up so much, we well, took some of his power away, man, would I be using it. But
1: given the limitations I have right now, I want right to now, everyone, and many, many teachers are vexed. Many See? school administrators are vexed. People are vexed. And I, I don't want to dismiss the people who already went forward and did it. But yeah. Those outliers, who we got to punish back. them. The opportunity for all of us to open up schools in a safe way and I punish them said to be the case, they'll be having to be um, tested once a week. So we'll be making that a reality very shortly. Also, max vaccine mandates for staff and healthcare facilities.
0: Max vaccine mandates. This is just the mandate piece. She's been speaking for a good 20 minutes. She did, she opened up on let me pander to everybody, let me now work on COVID. Let me recognize two things. One, um, kids are getting screwed over, so I'm gonna keep screwing them over. And two, businesses are destroyed. Economic stuff is destroyed, so I will do um, nothing about that. Hasn't mentioned economics at all.
1: We're gonna be exploring all of our options to expand this, expanding mandates, not test.
0: She's open. We're gonna expand. We look at our options. I'm gonna see what I can do to mandate it everywhere. I'm mandating everything. Mandating vaccines everywhere. Look at that. I love that. I'm expanding it.
1: To all state regulated facilities and congregate facilities. We have to let people know when they walk into our facilities that the people that are taking care of them, their loved one in a setting are safe themselves and will not spread this. And we saw what happened with that last year.
0: We did. We, we, we watched them. Yeah, we did. When your predecessor put uh, 13, 14,000. Yeah, and we with saw respect that.
1: To booster shots.
0: A oh, boosters. Whoa. Okay. Now I want boosters. So first it was, we just needed two. Now we need boosters. Okay. What's going on with boosters. You're going to mandate those two.
1: We all know how to get this done. See that we have the mechanism in place. We know how to set up mass vaccination sites where needed. We also know it has to be a targeted approach because everyone who got vaccinated oh, targeted. eight months ago is vulnerable. As soon as we get the approvals from the federal government to have the ability to do this, we'll want to have the the infrastructure in place to make sure that everybody gets a booster. It's a lot of anxiety. A lot of our most vulnerable citizens last December and our senior citizens in nursing homes and senior citizens. Yeah,
0: a lot of them are dead now.
1: Got their shots. Yeah. And they want to know when they can get that booster. It's good. We're going to get that to them.
0: I actually see this is the point that, again, drives me crazy. If you're a senior with a pre-existing condition, you might want a booster. Awesome. I'm not anti-vax. Get it. Get 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 the uh get the booster. I'm fine. But you saw that smirk she had. She's like, Yeah, I'm mandating them next. I'm mandating them next. Yes, absolutely. Mandate, mandate.
1: But we're going to have to work with all of you to figure out where to do this and whether we're going to have to open sites. And how many make-
0: Now, the the next part becomes, if you're now going to mandate, not just the first shot, but the second shot, and the booster, and every eight months you have the booster. I think it was Paula who brought this up last time, last week. I think it was Paula. If I'm wrong, please let me know. But I think it was Paula who mentioned, if you got to keep getting it, it's not a vaccine. It's a therapy. So now we're we're mandating therapies in perpetuity. Or is it just two weeks to flatten the curve?
1: make sure you have the funding to do that you tell me what you need and we'll make sure that there's and i will give money. you the cash in fact i'm going to announce today that i'm making 65 million dollars available to the magic powers
0: to help throw money up.
1: This up so you can go into your communities.
0: we are come for the money oh money for us okay look if you're a bureaucrat i you should clap for the money i mean that's 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 a valid clap yeah we're grifting it all throw us some more cash Give us back the money that we gave you in taxation, give us some of it back and then go more into debt. Yeah.
1: You figure it out. You know your community's better than anybody.
0: If that's true, then then why are you mandating stuff? If it's what you if what you just said is true that you we can figure it out. We know our communities. I happen to agree with you. So hey, we agree on that. Then why are the mandates?
1: Tell me how to take it literally to people door to door. After churches, door to door, senior centers, going to church through, you know all the options everywhere You've been there before. Boosters are just okay. as important. Because as much as I'm an optimist, and we all thought we'd be turning the page yeah. on anything related to the pandemic, certainly by this time, we have not. We have battle rages. We have Still to fight going back. On. Yeah. And as sure as I'm standing here, there may be another variant coming again.
0: There's another one coming. Steve. It's another one coming. We're not done, Tony. We're not, Tony, we're not done. You think we're done? It's another one coming. There's going to be a booster for that too. And we'll have to mask up for that one. And the kids will be in school for that one. Yeah. Kids are never taking masks off. We should all just wear burqas. The Taliban won. The Taliban didn't just win in (laughs) Afghanistan. They beat us here too. And the worst part is they got to wear, only the women wear burqas in Afghanistan. We all wearing burqas here. The Taliban is more powerful than I ever could have imagined. Maybe we should have stayed there. Maybe I'm totally wrong. Oh, my God. Now, we're going to be wearing masks and burkas and the whole deal. Ah, okay. Afghanistan. This is the new Afghanistan, I guess. Okay. And we
1: have to be prepared. <clears throat> I don't want to say that, but we have to be prepared. And it's something we're going to have to accept as part of life. Just ex- the last thing I ever wanted. to do.
0: Just accept it as part of life. You heard it. Look, here's the one thing I got to give her. She, the mask is off. She's just saying who she is. If it was me, I would mandate right away. Looking at ways to mandate and expand more. Part of life. You're going to get this one and the next one. Wow. Wow. I thought she was going to change the culture from his majesty. Her majesty is as bad as his majesty. Man. Long live the queen.
1: do is to have to have a shutdown like we saw last year.
0: She did the same thing he did. She just threatened the shutdown. You have to accept this as part of life or I'll shut you all down. She just said it. Literally. She, I, am I missing it? Guys, Ryan, did I, did I miss this? That is what she said, right? I don't want to, have to shut you guys down. Do as I say or I will crush you even more.
1: There's no need for that. People stay vigilant. They now have the best weapon available to them that we did What's not that? have last year, and that is the vaccine. And continuing to wear masks and to make sure that people Continue. stay and keep washing your hands, do keep everything doing it we all. did. Just because we will it. get through this together, my friends.
0: No, we won't we ever. We know the
1: recipe. We know how to get this done. We won't get through it ever. We have to. We have no choice.
0: We have lots of choices. On
1: all of you for being part of this. Story, the narrative that someday you'll tell your children and grandchildren.
0: Uh oh. Yes, I was on. We're, we're going to tell our children and grandchildren. The
1: front line. The people who are the essential workers—they were out there.
0: I was, I was in the front line.
1: That they still feel the sense of pride that came pride. comes with. Whether you're a veteran of World War II and people talk about it decades later, this will. Be this is World War II. Greatest generation.
0: The- did she just? She did. She just now has said that we are the greatest generation. So we who are told to sit home, watch Netflix, shut up, don't go to work, take money, don't do what it. Sh- just take some money and shut up. Don't go back to work. Once again, don't do it. Just lay around and put on weight. You know, it's the same as fighting the Nazis or... Charging Japanese machine gun pits on Iwo Jima. There's no difference, right? It's the same. It's the same, you know, having dogfights over the Coral Sea with Japanese Zeros and tank battles in France against the Germans. It's the same. I mean, you know, sometimes there's something I don't like on Netflix. So it's almost the same as Utah Beach. I'm sorry, Omaha Beach. It's almost the same as Omaha Beach, you know. Close. Wow. Wow. She said that with a straight face too. Now with the greatest, gonna tell your grandkids. She said, "We're gonna tell you." She, I'm, I'm blown away that she actually said you're gonna tell your grandkids about how what a hero you are. We're the next greatest generation. Cause man. Hulu wasn't that good one weekend. And I had to watch YouTube videos instead. You know, same as, I don't don't know, same as fighting German U-boats in the North Atlantic. You know, similar. Wow. Uh, I'm sorry, that one really got me. That really, like, that one smacked me in the face. You know, COVID and World War II, it's, you know... (laughs) You thought your grandpa was special? He didn't have COVID. He just had he just had Nazi machine gunners. He didn't have COVID. <laughs> she actually said that.
1: People who defeated COVID, and I'm very proud of what we've done. Same as defeating Nazis.
0: No difference. No difference. COVID Nazis. Same.
1: Back to school. We're working with local health departments. Wow. Getting our vaccinations out making sure that this money available, have make sure I didn't forget something. Be
0: some- so she went down every list. So I'll ask you, as she went down the list to figure everything out, where in the world was economic help or economic vibrance or economic rebuilding or economic anything? Where was economic anything? Where was people's careers? Where did she talk about the poor, the working poor who've been devastated working moms who've been devastated or the middle class who's packing up and leaving the state in droves. When did she speak about that? She didn't. Why? She doesn't care.
1: Another great announcement, but uh, I like to wing it a little more than I should. I know my said,
0: yeah, like, why aren't you no, no. The script? I'm happy you're I winging it. Remain unscripted. Please. Your watch mask watch. is off. I like it. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm already used to it. I had, I had his majesty. Now I got you, your majesty one king to another
1: but i thank all of you from the bottom of my heart and i know we can do this again
0: yeah we can you can crush us easily that's my new governor yay um wow okay okay yeah so let me grab a couple of comments here um Byron, nicely done. Hey, don't diminish my heroism. I had to sit through Tiger King. It was pure hell. I know. Where to watch Tiger King? That's 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 almost charging Nazi machine gunners on Omaha Beach. It's almost there. It's close. I agree. Absolutely. Yes. So Kayu says, "Uh, that's great." What about schools, businesses? Yeah. What about them? Yes. Absolutely. She didn't mention them at all. Horrible. Mel says. Literally in the trenches, she did. She said, "Literally, yeah." What trenches? Terrible. Yes, that's terrible. Dan says, "I'll try not to judge this early on, but so far, Annie was much more fun." That's true, Dan. I'm gonna. I got a little bit more for you. I actually have the New York City mayor coming up right after this. I think he'll be fun too. You'll you'll probably enjoy him. Yes. So Daniel says, "Oh my gosh, how many times can you see in the trenches?" She's decided that she's now our field marshal. In World War II. she said it, Daniel. She's our field marshal. She's marshaling the troops, and we're. She just said it. She's Eisenhower, and we're all. I don't. Oh, she's MacArthur, and we're charging the Philippines. We, we've 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 invaded the Philippines. Well, she's there, and we're MacArthur. I shall return. I, I'm. Wow. Steve says she was apparently so deep in the trenches that nobody saw her until the battle was over. She was way deep in the trenches, Steve. That's that's how deep she was. Yes, so deep. Absolutely. So that's, that's great. I love that. Um, Jamie says what she means, more spending and more taxes. I think you've hit it right, Jamie. I think she's going to have to find a way to raise more money that she doesn't have. Right now, they're throwing more federal dollars at us, um, which is good now because they have the federal dollars. You know, Uncle Joe Biden has been writing checks. So right now, she's fine. But that bill comes due at one point, Jamie. You're right. We're not going to have the cash, right? Absolutely, we're not going to have the cash. Shelly says, if you have the capacity, there's no healthcare desert. Well, it, it depends on how you look at that, Shelly. She was, she, she was doing double speak, right? Part of her was saying, you know, that we have capacity, but the other part is that the, the space away does matter, right? If you get in trouble, you really want to be within an hour of a major, you know, facility. And there are some places in New York state where you're more than an hour away. And that was her issue, but that could be changed if we simply let people put up facilities where they want they absolutely would do that so yes so shelly says also i would shouldn't have been abused by the state of new york it's just admitted to it thank you thank you very much ryan passes on allinonehomeschool.com. one for those of you concerned please enjoy absolutely yes so um michael says i think mandatory masking of children is child abuse that cannot be constitutional um I happen to agree with your idea of it being a bad idea, however, it actually is constitutional if it was a law. what I mean by that i mean i'm I'm being generic here. if the law if the law um is not discriminatory in any way, if it's all kids all places, then that doesn't make it unconstitutional. and the question what cause will become is what rights do children have? I'm not sure how that might it might be constitutional, I don't know, unless your argument is you're taking away the rights of the parent, maybe. But then again, if you're saying your kid does not have to go to that public school, there's a choice for the parent, it's tough. I, I, I think you could see an argument either way. I think it's wrong no matter what. And particularly when you don't know the option, right? If you, if you listen to what Brian says and you're giving kids options and you're supporting private schools and supporting homeschooling, then I'm not that upset about it. I mean, it's still bad. But if you actually gave parents real choice with school, which you don't have in New York State, then people who want to mask their kids would send their kids to that school and kids who did parents didn't would send their kids to other schools. I don't don't care if you want to mask your kid. I think you shouldn't. I think it's a bad idea to mask your kids. But it's your kid. If you think that's the right answer, please mask your kid. My problem is the mandate, as always, right? If you ask my opinion, I think don't do it. I don't mask my kids up. I think you shouldn't. But if you're worried or concerned, plus, I don't know your kid. Your kid might have a condition. You might have someone in your house. You're afraid the kid's going to get it. If the kid gets affects the, the the older person, that person dies, you know what? You do what you think is appropriate. I'm not going to fight you on that. It's the mandate that always bothers me. So, yes. Steve says the whole narrative that shots keep others safe has been proven false weeks ago. The only reason for the shot is to lower hospitalizations somewhat. Why the mandates? Yeah, that's true. I think it's true. Yes. Um, Ryan says she is scary because she has nothing to lose. Ooh, she can go more dictated than L Duce. I'm not sure about that. Maybe. He set a precedent though. So I think that's the piece, right? He's really set the precedent. Set the precedent. Precedent. I'm sorry. Yes. I, I think that's really the issue. So yeah. Bernard says it's difficult to teach slash learn to read with a mask on. Yes, it is harder. Absolutely. Tim teasing me, careful Larry, she'll take the handcuffing as a suggestion. Well, we'll just put like, I don't know, who's the cool guy? Is like Steven Universe still cool? Was when I my daughter was a kid. But Spongebob's like universal, so we'll put Spongebob on This is fine. All good. Yes. <laughs> Sam says, I guarantee all these masked people are wandering around wandering around and eating in restaurants with no masks, hypocrites. That was happening. That really was happening. Michael says, Montana's looking pretty nice. Uh, I will be going to Montana in a couple of weeks. I will be there at the Montana Libertarian Party event. I will be there. So if you happen to be in Montana, you can see me there if you want to. So, yes, I will absolutely, absolutely be there. I like that. Um, Mark says she's a lunatic, lunatic destroy the DMV. Yeah, I'm sure that's true. Yes, absolutely. That's true. Yes. So, of course, have you taken the world's smallest little quiz? As I bug you every time. Support my sponsor. Head, take Click that link that is in the description. Click it. Take the world's smallest political quiz. If you've taken it already, no worries. Share it with others. Why in the world do I care so much? Why do I bug you every single show about this? Because some of you aren't doing it. So stop being belligerent. It's not a mandate. I don't have mandate power. And if I had it, you know, I wouldn't manage it anyway, even if I did have the mandate power. I don't have the mandate power. If I had it, I wouldn't use it. Anyway, I'm asking you, please take the quiz and share it. If you say, I'm tired of dumb quiz. I've taken it before. Okay, take that link. Share it with someone else. And ask them to take it. It does matter. And there's a couple of reasons why. One, the political quiz allows your friends and your family to see where they land. Most people, believe it or not, land moderate. This audience, they land libertarian. But the average American who takes it, most actually land moderate. Why does that matter? Because most people think they're either progressive or conservative. Most do. And when they come up moderate, their their eyes open, their brain opens, and then maybe they'll talk to you and have better conversations. Plus, the quiz is fast. It takes only about a minute, and it talks about real issues. And you can have a conversation with your family or friend about a real issue, not about whether they're left or whether they're right. So please, take that quiz and or share it. If you saying yourself, Larry, done it already. There are like six or seven other quizzes there. Take one of them and send them out. Why? If other people are taking those quizzes, They start seeing how they feel about things. And many of them will find they're more libertarian than they know. And this is important because then we have conversations with them. So please go do it. They're my sponsor. There's my other piece. They help support the show. So please do that. If you're like, Larry, I don't want to do it. Great. Then give me money instead. You want to take a quiz? Don't. Great. Then stop. Stop complaining. And instead, go to patreon.com slash sharpway. The link is also there. And throw me 10 bucks a month. Don't Don't do the quiz anymore then. Give me 10 bucks. Don't make the quiz. The quiz is free, though. Hit the quiz. If you don't want to, give me 10 bucks a month, and I'll stop bugging you about, about the uh, about the quizzes. Either way, of course, always like, comment, and share. Let me grab some more comments if I can here. All right. Um, Dixie says, poor, poor politicians and those pesky limitations. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. I know. It's terrible. Yes. Dan says, whether she's a god or a goddess, she's still a false deity." Yes, indeed, my friend. You are correct. Therefore, still leading you down the road to hell, no matter the gender designation. So call her what you will. Yes. I think I'll just be safe and call her a god. Um, someone can let me know if it's a, if I should or shouldn't. I don't want to be... I'm not going to be a jerk. I just... I, I don't know. Sometimes the PC rules mix and match, and I want to be respectful. So I don't really care either way, but I do want to do that. So the compromise is more mandates. Well done, Tim. Well done. Yes, the compromise is more mandates. That's legit. Of course it is. I love that. Yes. <laughs> Tony says it's open season on the unvaccinated in the state of New York. You know, here's the harshest part. People who are being hurt by this, most of them are the unvaccinated. If you're in a bad medical spot, if you're older and or have a preexisting condition and you don't vaccinate yourself, oh, I feel bad. That to me seems like a terrible idea. If you're older you know, over sixty-five, over sixty, maybe and you got a pre-existing condition. My personal opinion, I don't know why you wouldn't get the the poke. It makes sense to me in my view, but you never should be mandated. Totally up to you. I would never force you, but that's my opinion. But I think some of those people who are being hurt, some of the unvaccinated who are younger, they get beat up and they walk away and they don't care, and that's fine. Your life, you own your life, not me. But I think they are getting beat up. I, if you don't have the vaccine now. You don't want the vaccine in New York State, at least. I mean, I, there may be other areas of the country I don't know about where it's difficult to get a vaccine. I don't know that. I know in New York State, if you want a vaccine, you can get one. Absolutely, you can get one. So up to you. Get what you want to get. That's all I'm saying. So, all right. Um, right. Let's see here. Um, The medical industrial complex is paying her. That's for sure. I think that may be true, Michael. I actually don't know who her donors are, but that actually makes sense to me because she's very strong on this. I mean, very strong on this. That might be true. So, I don't know. So, all right. Let's see if I can go down this road. You have a a lot of these. I appreciate this. Tony says, door-to-door creeping fascism. Yes, absolutely. It does. Yep. Uh, The Wrong Thinker says, they got variants lined up around the corner, ready and waiting. I think you're right. I hate to say that, but I feel like it's right. Paul says, I'm seriously considering moving out of New York State for good. I know, Paul. You know what? I have thought about it too. If I go back four years ago, I was thinking about going to uh, North Carolina, the Charlotte area, which is one of the reasons why I ran for office. And I'm considering again. I'm actually considering Chattanooga, Tennessee. That's where I'm thinking about right now. But I'm also thinking about running. So I got to make a decision here soon too. Paul, I'm with you. But I, I just... I'm hoping that this state is salvageable, as tough as it is. I hope it is. Maria says, Larry, I hope you run again. I'll vote for you every time. Thank you, Maria. I do appreciate that. Yes, absolutely. I do appreciate that. Yes. Will the legislature ever give her mercy powers? I think yes, Paul. I think that's why she's out there doing all those things. I think they will. I think that's why she's doing it. That's why she's pandering. I think she wants it, and I think she'll get it. I do. I think they will, 100%. I think they will. Yes. So I, I kind of want to touch, if I could. I I, I want to go to um the mayor of New York. A little bit different. You would think because the person's the new new mayor, you would think that he would be, you know, feeling a little bit down, or because he's leaving soon, or he got his butt kicked in the president his presidential run, he'd be down. He's not at all. Watch this guy go. Mask, of course, requirement. This is the worst mayor in the entire country.
2: Usually, we start talking every morning about COVID. About
0: the. Yep, that's where he goes. COVID two. The city is falling apart. Residential real estate is a disaster. It's a ghost town in certain areas. People don't want to go to the MTA. I'm not doing. They don't want to use our subway system. So there's actually. It's the crazy part. There's actually traffic in New York. Why? Because people don't want to go in the subway. Because it's 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 not it's it's dirty, it's dangerous, and it's unpredictable. So they don't want to go. So the MTA is a disaster and our businesses are shut down. We've lost millions of people, and he's like, let's talk about COVID, but not today. Now, clearly what you're saying is all right, Larry, if he's not gonna talk about COVID, then he's gotta talk about the economic downturn in the city and how we raise money, clearly.
2: Fight against COVID. And that's what we focus on but right now we've got something absolutely shocking to talk about.
0: shocking this is a big deal so it's got to be it's got to be maybe um i know it's got to be the uh, the moratorium on um rents it's got to be that right uh, and troubling
2: really on really evictions troubling. we have news just now it's evictions from late last night from the supreme court <laughs> And this was literally done in the dead of night, and it reflects a night. Supreme Court profoundly out of touch with the American mainstream, wholly out of touch. And more and more, a court dominated by right wing extremists. The extremists. Supreme Court refused to stop Texas Senate Bill Eight, which is essentially almost a complete ban on abortions. In the-
0: so, I want to be clear on this. He stopped his he stopped his press conference didn't talk about COVID, didn't talk about the economics, to talk about Texas banning abortions, basically banning abortions. Now, if you live in Texas, that's probably important to you. And I'm okay with that. You should care. It's Texas. This is the mayor of New York City. New York is nowhere near banning abortions. Not even close. New York is nowhere near banning abortions. I'm the only candidate running for governor who even talked about less abortions in the state. No one even talked about it. The, uh, the pro-life guy, I put in air quotes, didn't even mention it. I was the only one with a plan to make less abortions in New York State without using government force. Of course, I'm libertarian. I would never use government force if it happened. I was the only one talking about it. So there's no way New York State is coming anywhere near banning abortion. That's not even a thing. Led with that. And you might say, Larry, why in the world would he lead with that? It's Texas. We got stuff going in New York City. Because how guys like Bill de Blasio get ahead is by always forcing culture war. They are incompetent leaders. And I mean, he's a terrible mayor. He's an incompetent leader. It doesn't matter. He fights a culture war and he makes people on his side of the culture war feel good. I'm not making this up. That's how what he does. And at that, he's very good at that. That's his skill set. People say, how in the world can this guy do this? Because this is his skill set. Watch.
2: The state of Texas, this is deeply troubling. And the Supreme Court, by not acting, made a very, very troubling decision that has ramifications yep. for us here in New York. For the entire no, it country. it a direct,
0: It does not. It does not. This is simply not true. Whether you're pro or, or pro-life or pro-choice or anti-abortion or anti- whatever you are, if you live in New York State, nothing is changing, regardless of what the Supreme Court says. It doesn't matter what the Supreme Court says. If a Supreme Court were to overturn Roe v. Wade tomorrow, New York State would simply codify it in its constitution within three months. That's what New York State would do. It would make laws. It's already making laws. That makes it happen already in New York, We already have those crazy laws in New York State where it's like you can abort your baby four days after they're born. I mean, we already have crazy laws in New York State. This has nothing to do with New York State whatsoever. I get if you live in Texas, this matters to you. Please handle it. This is important to you if you live in Texas. Has nothing to do with New York City or New York State at all. He led with it. He is a culture warrior and he's good at it
2: assault on the rights of women. Let's not women. mince words here. This will endanger the lives of women in Texas immediately.
0: will put women's
2: lives in danger. Uh, it will cert.
0: It's a valid point. It attacks Texas. That's true. Why does the New York City mayor care?
2: Danger the rights that women have had for decades in this country. It's an assault on the gains that women have made in our society. And See that? this.
0: And, th- and to be forward, for those of you who are pro-life, I consider myself anti-abortion. And I, I would always do everything I could to make less abortions in New York State. Obviously, I would never use the state to make that happen. I would never outlaw, make it illegal. I would never do that. I would like to have an environment where women have more choice. Women are able to do more and decide not to. The best defense against abortion is women choosing to not have them. And if you make a better environment for women, you educate women better, you show them their options, the odds of them having an abortion go down tremendously. I'd like that to be true. I'd like that to be true. So I actually would do things to make less abortion in New York State, but but doing it voluntarily so women would decide to not do that. This doesn't affect him at all. He just wants the culture war. That's it. It's backwards. Um, it... And here's the worst part. If you're pro-life... You might think this is a good thing. I don't know many people probably think it is. It's actually not. Why? This is actually going to make states like New York and others have crazy laws on abortion. And not just that, it is going to make people believe that anyone who is pro-life is anti-woman. You saw him do it. His entire spiel here is this is not about abortion. It's about an attack on women and women's rights. That's what it was. So admit, he turns the, the 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 he turns the attack onto an attack on women. So if you are pro life, in his eyes, you are also you are immediately anti woman.
2: We cannot let this stand. I just want to be very clear. This is going to require a national mobilization to fight against this because we
0: can tell right now. You would think to yourself, well, Larry, okay. He's going to do a couple pieces on this and he'll move on. He's done his, you know, his virtue signaling. Let's keep going.
2: Right now through this action where the Supreme Court wants to go and it's profoundly unacceptable. Uh, and and on top of all that is what they've done, what this court has done and the Supreme Court's in action. Yeah. In every way appears to be unconstitutional. Oh, it's unconstitutional. George Wade has clearly been the, okay. of the land. So uh, this is a moment that we should all take seriously and see as a profound assault on women's rights. I want you to hear yep. from two leaders who have been steadfast.
0: Bringing on two people. I'll zip past some of these. You don't need to see these. But he's now bringing on two people to talk about it. That's it. He's bringing on two people to talk about it. He's like, oh, this is a big deal. Less about this. She's bringing more people on. And the best part is when he brings them on, you will watch how they start. Now watch what they say.
2: Fast protecting the rights of women for decades. I want to hear what they had to say about this very troubling moment and how we need to respond to it. First of all.
0: So that vaccine mandates, passports, totally constitutional, totally fine. Texas law, unconstitutional.
2: Uh, she is a member of the New York City Commission on Gender Equity.
0: And- There's a New York City Commission on Gender Equity. You wonder where all our money is being spent. There is a New York City Commission on Gender Equity, and she's a top dog in that.
2: And the New York City President for the National Organization for Women I want to introduce Sonia Osorio.
0: Now watch what, what she says.
3: Thank you, Mayor. Thank you so much for having me on this morning. I wish it was under better circumstances.
0: She's happy, you're of course.
3: absolutely right. Uh, this right now is a national crisis.
0: It's a national crisis. Okay, let's say she's right. She's not. But let's say she's right. It's a national crisis. Why is the mayor of New York talking about it? If it's a national crisis, if that's true, shouldn't like Congress people or senators or presidents, shouldn't they be talking about it?
3: Um, We, the women in Texas right now are scrambling to figure out how to get the abortion care that they need it is an extreme ban on women's autonomy
0: i'm not i'm not saying she's wrong i don't know the bill so maybe this she's correct maybe i don't i don't know the bill but let's assume she's correct i'll say again why is the mayor of new york city talking about it
3: dignity and very lives and furthermore it this bill is downright Machiavellian with what it does, it. What does it with do? the culture of fear and intimidation that it, it, it is creating.
0: So, the COVID response doesn't do that, but this does. There's no culture of fear and intimidation when I was when I was walking out my my street and we and we never mask on. Somebody would yell at me and call on me. That didn't that didn't happen. Chill
3: up your spine. To really read into this bill and understand that it literally incentivizes yeah people what? anti-choice activists, neighbors, anti-choice coworkers, activists to so-called rep-
0: they're not pro-life; they're anti-choice activists. That's a good one. I do like that's that's some savvy wordsmithing right there. You aren't pro-life; you're an anti-choice activist. That's good right there.
3: Court anybody who is abetting and aiding wait. Someone Who
0: is so you? So, this is a bad thing that people report anyone who's doing this. Yet, we literally had a special phone number in New York City for people to call if you were outside without a mask or not using social distancing. I'm not joking, there was a specific phone number that you had to call for God because 311 was too much. That's a hotline you can call. Hey, cops come. There's three kids in the park without masks or not social distancing. We had a special one for that. Not just that our SAFE Act from 2013 requires medical personnel to tell the police officers if they think someone's in trouble, I mean, if if they have any idea if someone ever says anything wrong, whatever, requires them to report to the police so they can come take their guns away. Requires them to do so. Not judgment. Not not may, shall, must. That's okay, though? Taking an abortion. Now,
3: that is something that we have not seen. Yeah, we have. Um, and is now what we are actually seeing in law. The ramifications for the rest of the country, for states, is.
0: All that's. Look, states that are open to abortion, like New York State, it doesn't affect us at all. If you live in New York State, this will do nothing to you. Nothing at all. New York State will simply do whatever it was, right? It'll, it'll do whatever it can. Look at the book behind us, so if I can show you the book behind her. Um, let me see if I can get rid of this. Controlling Women. That's the book she put there. Controlling Women. See that? That was the, I noticed that subliminal thing they put there. That's the, that's the, she put that there. So you can realize this is all about controlling women. It's not about abortion, about controlling women. She just did that. It's brilliant. She's good at what she does. I'm, I'm, I mean, I respect the game. I do.
3: It's really, really severe. And as you mentioned, Mayor, the, the Supreme Court really, really indicated to us where they are. By not stopping this law last night. And what you should know is while they decided not to review this. Yeah. They have decided to review
0: Mississippi's Mississippi law. Bank's I remember that, yes. Absolutely.
3: Weeks. That is coming up within weeks. Yep. And the truth of the matter So then all she does is talk about leadership.
0: Let me keep and going down. At the
3: end, Let
2: me move, right move past her right now. The power of what you're saying and See that? Um the seriousness and the fact that there are so many look how good he ramifications is. here. Just fundamental rights. and.
0: There are so many ramifications here, fundamental rights. There's none. I they, hear
2: This would be taking us back decades and decades in time. And think, as you said, of the marginalized women who are going to suffer right now in Texas. But think of.
0: But th- that issue, you know, look, do I think that the reality is a piece that totally correct. This is a part of completely correct. Whenever you ban abortions or ban anything, any prohibition, whether the prohibition is drugs, prohibition is abortion, any prohibition, it always affects poor women the most. That's a That's a truth that goes through everything. That's true. So he's right with that. one. I'll give him credit. Credit is due. But he brings on somebody else too.
2: important work. The Center for Reproductive Rights. I want to hear now from another leader who has been we'll
1: in, through her too, in right? that state. Is that so she's on now. getting a lot of national attention. And here we are in 2020. 20-
0: and why isn't it not getting a lot of national attention? Because it actually affects Texas.
1: 2021 with right? out of this morning abortion.
0: So he makes all of the he makes the people come on. He spends 10 minutes with these people and then just tell them what a great leader he is. Now, here's the funny part. He's devastating New York City. New York City is a terrible place to live now. And they're all going, thank you for your leadership on what? On culture war. This is how De Blasio wins. You, some, some of you outside are saying, "How can you do that?" And let me go to a piece that, that that some of you might remember. I told you a story when I was at the state fair. I was at a state fair a couple of weeks ago, and I met a woman there who came up to me who still supported Cuomo, even after all the stuff had gone. He but re, he resigned already, all the, still supported him. And I asked her why. So I'm curious. Why do you support him still? She said, "You don't understand, Larry." He spoke about issues that matter. He talked about women and and equity and blah, blah. And I said, if you remember the story, I said, you're right. He did talk about those things. My worry is that his actions were so bad and so hypocritical, it did more damage than good. She said, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But my point that I'm telling you this is culture war matters. Politics is emotional. And some of you are like, how can that possibly be true? Well, de Blasio is a really good culture warrior. That is his skill set. He's trashing the city beyond recognition. But someone bans abortion in Texas. He's got two people on. He's got a morning thing on women's rights, anti-woman. I got the. I'm out there with the clarion horn. Bah, 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 charge! Let's go. Yes, this is his skill set. And whether you like this or not, and so some of you, right, your heads ready explode. But whether you like it or not, it's American politics. This is this is an important piece. In American politics, it, it just is. I know some of you don't like it. It's still the reality. So I just let me grab a couple of comments. I wanted you to see that piece if I could. So, um, the heavy metal pedal says all New York government talks about is women's rights. While the ex-governor Cuomo does any, is, is everything any New York man would be in prison with an order of protection and his guns gone. Yes, yes, and yes, brother. Yes, New York State weaponizes women to trap men. Sadly, the court system does that. Yes. Sadly, it is, hundred percent. Dixon says, "So don't control women, but everyone else." Okay. Well, at least you're not being biased, right? I guess that's something. You're controlling everybody, right? I guess that's something. You're controlling everybody. With you right. let's not let's not only control women. Let's control everybody. I think that maybe is his plan. I I guess. So, <laughs> it's funny. That's good. So Ryan says, "How do we go from mandating shots to save lives back to mandating the right to eliminate life?" Ooh. Uh, that's good, I like that. That's a good way of going. I like this. Yes. Um, the heavy metal pedal says none of this has anything to do with the collapse in New York City. That's my point. Thank you. That is literally my point. That is literally my point. None of this has anything to do with that. None of it. All right, let me grab a, a quick one that will just drive some of you absolutely nuts real fast. How what he talks about real fast. This part just I can't believe he even says it. so
2: agenda. thank you for that.
0: Thank you. Thank Nancy, you. I got he thanks her for the leadership. He th- he, I mean, she thanks him for, the, for leadership.
2: Tell you, um, it, it is so troubling when you talk about go ahead tell me. The elements of this Texas law, that, yeah, you know, you could have ripped right from the pages of 1984 by George Orwell.
0: Yes, you heard that. Yes, you did. You did hear that. He said this Texas law ripped out in 1984. Not the stuff he does. He's all good, right? But this Texas law, it's Orwellian. Yes, he did. I know Jeff almost fell out of his seat if he didn't already fall out of his seat. Yes, he did say this. He did. Of,
2: you know, report your neighbor, report your family member. I've been mean, deeply troubling, un-American. You mean, every-
0: you mean safe act? You mean... COVID lockdowns? What you just did? You mean that?
2: Sense. But also, whatever happened to the will of the majority? It's been clear for decades uh, the clear clear majority of Americans believe in a woman's right to choose.
0: So I wanted to show you that that's what he does well. He jumped right onto that, right? He's very good at what he does. He's just very good. So here he goes um, on to talk about astounding numbers, vaccinations at City Field where the Mets are, right? Uh,
2: this and then
0: he talks about, just, just, he then talks about the owner, which is a guy, uh, which is a guy named uh, Steve Cohen. He's a hedge fund guy. And then the other guy, he's also wealthy, right? The, the whole deal, they're all wealthy. So he spends all of his time talking about wealthy people and how they help people get vaccinated. So again, he spends the first 10, 15, 20 minutes of this. Talking about abortion bill in Texas, nothing to do with New York City's collapse. And now rich people, not do it with New York State President, and the and, President and vaccines. Of New York
2: Mets, Sandy Alderson.
0: So he brings Sandy Alderson, you, Alderson on. Uh, uh, Watch this. You know,
2: on behalf of uh, Steve and Alex Cohen, the entire organization.
0: Uh, um, The Cohen's have a very large uh, family office, lots and of, lots of billions of dollars, very wealthy here in New York City and Connecticut. So this guy says, on behalf of all the wealthy people, I want to say thank you. Yeah, the Blaz got wealthy people here now. And I want
2: to thank you for thinking of us at the outset of this uh, terrible pandemic uh, to be a partner of yours uh, in your efforts too.
0: So just pandering. So there's another guy on to pander. So one guy on to pander, next guy on to pander, next guy on to pander. And they all say thank you so much for your leadership. All right? Are we done? Hundred thousand no.
2: folks have been reached. My pleasure to introduce... Borough President of Queens, Donovan Borough Ray. Borough President Queens.
0: The Borough President of Queens so much, has Man. no power great whatsoever. It's a again. useless business. A, a great time business. a few
2: weeks ago, or was it last week at the
0: So now he's thanking them too. I want you guys to be clear. My city is falling apart. It's a disaster. And he just panders to everybody. This is 20 minutes into his press conference, and he's brought four different people on to tell him how awesome he is. That's what he does. This guy's good at what he does. Is all I'm saying. He's good at what he does. That's the issue. I'm gonna I'm gonna get out of it now before all of you throw up or just leave. So all I'm saying is this is what he does. You're asking how he deals with it. Completely hypocritical. No no looking in the mirror whatsoever. Right? None whatsoever. And throughout the entire thing, he does an hour. He never mentions economics or small businesses. All he talks about, believe it or not, is more mandates. The same thing Hochul talked about. My governor talked about it. My mayor talks about it. My city and state are dying. And no one's talking about fixing the city or the state. Instead, they're focused only on more mandates to keep us locked down even longer with threats. It is, it's almost surreal. Now, if you're saying Larry, COVID's real, it is. It's real. You're not going to hear me say it's not real. Clearly, it's real. It's real. But this isn't World War II, and we're not charging the beaches of Omaha or or, or any of the beaches. There were five, by the way. Those you don't know, if I can remember them all: Utah, Omaha, Gold, Sword, and Juno. Ha! Ah, I remember those are the five beaches of World War uh, of D-Day uh, invasion. I think that's right. You guys will check for me. I'm sure. But anyway, yes. Um, we're not charging the beaches. This is not. This is not Iwo Jima. This. This isn't Tarawa, or the barrel coral we'll sea. It's not. What it is is every single day people are struggling. Why in the world? Why in the world are we not talking about the economic ramifications for the adults and the social ramifications for the children? Is there anybody? who's watching this now, who hasn't seen the mental toll this has had on either yourself or your friends or your family, every single one of you listening and watching has seen the damage these lockdowns has done to either yourself or your friends or your family or both. Of course, that's how that works. It's affected everybody, but we're acting like we're in a battle of World War II, and it's not. We're acting like all that matters is stopping this horrible COVID virus, and it's a real virus. Of course it is, but we have to actually live our lives and be happy. That's important, and the hardest part I'll bring up is the older and the younger, to be full with you. The people of us in the middle, those like, you know, say, I don't know, 30 to 50 in that area, whatever, right? 50 to 60 in that area, 30 to 60 in that area. We probably will get over it. We probably will. We're adults, we've got something going on. We probably will. The two people who those sides who won't get over it anyone easy, easier at all, are the elderly. Particularly if you're older and you're ill. You don't want to wait till tomorrow. You may not have a tomorrow. You don't want to wait till next year. You might not have a next year. You don't want to wait two years. You might only have a couple of years left. And the youth, they're forming themselves now. They're forming who they're going to be now. Are you training a kid now to be afraid of everything? Think about how many, and I mean this not in a negative, I don't mean this in an insulting way. I don't know how to say it. I'm just going to say it. I hope I don't insult anybody. Not my goal. We're going to wind up raising a generation of neurotic kids, aren't we? Kids who think I can't, germ, we're going to raise a, a, a bunch of germaphobes. Is that what we're going to raise? We're going to raise kids who don't, or are afraid of everything. How are we going to move forward and make great things happen? Great things happen because of risk. I don't need everyone to be risky. Of course, you can't have the entire culture being risky, but you can't have a culture that's totally risk averse. It won't advance. It will stagnate. Is that what we're doing? I feel like we are. I know. I hope I'm not being hyperbolic. I hope I'm not being hyperbolic. I feel like maybe I am, but I don't, but I am concerned. I'm worried that all of this is making. I'm worried that all of this an attempt to put the band-aids on everything is making really bad problems become basically non-existent. That's, that's, my worry. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's my worry. Let me, um, let me grab a couple of these, uh, comments, guys. Thank you so much for all the comments you give me. I really appreciate it. Let me grab some of these if I can. So Steve says, I don't know if I can take much more. I stopped Steve. I stopped. That was the same way. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Dixie says he has not read 1984. He hasn't. You're right. That's right. Dixie. He hasn't read it. Absolutely. He, he just said that. Yes. Michael says, I just spit beer out of my nose. Or well, in-law, oh, my God, de Blasio calling, oh, my God, 1984. Yes. Absolutely true. Yes. 100%. John says, Steve Filano called at the lockdowns, the mandates calling it COVID 1984. Ooh, I'm going to steal that. Steve Filano. Steve Filano is great. I like him. Yeah. That's more accurate than comparing women can no longer abort children they don't want to 1984. Yes. Agreed. Yes. Uh, let's see. Um, Rap says, well, at least he's a grateful rent seeker. You know what, lousy Giraffe? That's true. At least he's grateful. I think that's true. Something. Yes. Sam says, just remember, Larry, communists don't believe in business. No reason is custom. You know what? Point well taken, Sam. Point well taken. Absolutely. It doesn't matter to them. So why would they bring them up? There is no business plan. Because why does it matter? You're totally correct. You're right. Jared says, it's been blown out of proportion. It has. Yes. Absolutely. Lepke says my uncle drove a duck on Iwo Jima. I think you mean truck. I think. But yeah. Iwo Jima was a horrible, horrible Marine Corps battle. Yes, this is not Iwo Jima. Duck or truck. This is not a uh, Iwo Jima at all. Yes. So all right. Um, let's see here. Steve says leftists are almost are in almost total control of society punish everyone with mandates and still look at anyone who disagrees as being the oppressor. Hmm. You know what? That's, see, that's that's a good way of looking at it, right? Let me be clear on this. Anyone who disagrees with me is the oppressor, right? And whenever someone disagrees with with me, I'm by default a victim. Not that I could be wrong or they could have a different opinion. No, they're an oppressor and I'm a victim. I think that's, I think we are seeing that. I think we are seeing that. Yes. So um, Byron, Byron says those are all legit concerns. Thank you. So I'm not crazy, right? See, I'm I'm seeing this and I'm thinking, is it just me? So Byron, you're on my side. Thank you. I am concerned. I, I think that's a worry. I do have a concern on this. I really do. So thank you for that. Yes. Um. No, I mean a duck. Oh, an amphibious landing vehicle. Thank you. That kind of duck. Thank you. I'm sorry. Yes. We haven't used that phrase in the Marine Corps in decades. So, yes. Thank you. Lepke, I appreciate that. Yeah. No, no, no. No, we haven't used that phrase in decades. So, sorry about that. Thank you for the clarity. Yes. 100%. So, um, Missy says, yes, she's asking to support the sharp way. As I always say, please, guys like, comment, and share. It does matter. Please like, comment, and share. It does matter. And I'll ask you again, take the world's most little quiz. If you you don't want to take it, share it. These things do matter. If you like what I'm doing, and I think you do because you keep watching, so I think you like it. I think you see value in it. I see value in it. Let's keep doing it. We do that by growing, so we're not shadow banned. So please hit that like, make a comment, share it, so that the algorithms hit and people go around and see it. Remember, we stream this live on six different platforms. So whatever you're seeing isn't as big. You got to multiply by six, whatever you're seeing. So it does get bigger, but it needs to be even bigger. And support my sponsor, World Smallest Political Quiz. Please take it again or share. i or take one of the other quizzes there. All of those things are important. We, we need to bring traffic to that site and your friends have to go there too. Please, it does matter. Please take care of that. And if you feel like you really want to help me out, and help my team out more than anything else, please head over to patreon.com slash sharpway. Send me 10 bucks a month so we can keep doing this. So it does matter. So I do appreciate that. Guys, I want to say thank you for this evening. I appreciate I've doing another podcast coming up here in about twenty minutes or so. So I gotta get out of here. Thank you for all the time you gave me tonight. A little piece of your evening. I will see you all tomorrow.